Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolly Talks. Arnold Reasons. You already know we've got the blacksmith furnace to the place. <laughs> <laughs> One third of the blacksmith furnace. Mm, That's right. Welcome mm. back, Preacher Man Pete. Oh gosh, Preacher Man is big. Um, no, thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. If the shoe fits, bro. If the shoe fits. That's it. I think Pete, Pete might be enough for right now. I don't know about Preacher Man. That's a big shoe to Preaching yeah. up a storm, calling names every now and then as well. We know what you're on, bro. You <laughs> Provocateur, maybe. Yeah. No, that's Red Mike. That's Red Mike Robert. That is Red Mike Robert. That is Red Mike Robert. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. No, it's good to have you back, bro. So, we're at the end of the year 2021. Another mm. year, another end of year mm. podcast episode. And I'm sure every single one of us have got experiences throughout this year, which we didn't see coming things. We did see coming plans that we had goals, targets that we hit, targets that we missed. So as tends to be our custom so far, we thought we'd do another episode where we just reflect on the last year, talk about some of the highs, the lows, and maybe even some of the thoughts towards the next year as well. Mm. So with that stage set, brothers... What was 2021 like for you guys? Do you know what? I think we switch it up because Arnold always does this and he always gets other people to go first. So Arnold, I think you should Arnold rewind reasons. the podcast episodes to check if that's Arnold the truth. reasons. We can do However, that right now. Right now? I think I'm you gonna, should go first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to agree with Tully. <laughs> <laughs> there are two witnesses. It is established. Do you know what? The, 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 the stage was there for you to take the mic and do the intro in it too, bro. But I just stepped up because I thought, you know, let me just jump <laughs> in. But I have okay. no problem. I have no, I have okay. no problem with that. So Thank what was the question good. again? Yeah. How was 2021 <laughs> for me? How was 2021 for you? Yeah. Now, 2021 for me has been... It's been fast, man. Like, I feel mm. like ever since this whole global pandemic stuff started, was it last year? March last year was it? Yeah, yeah. it was right. Now. Yeah, that's when we went. It's like yeah. yeah, so we're coming up to almost two years in March next year, which is a couple mm. months away, and it just feels like time since then for me has been moving very, very quickly. Um, and I think when I look at even things like some of my goals for the year and stuff like that, mm. I feel like time passed so quickly that I wasn't even able to stay on track the way that I might normally be able to stay on track with my goals. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is, but um, but yeah, I think fast is one of the ways that I would describe it. Um, very adaptive, like all of the different changes that kept on coming in and out from government to lockdowns to working um, from home. I'm even leaning into some of last year as well. Um, and even some of the recent announcements where they're now talking about plan B and the whole going back to working from home if you can. So there's been a lot of adapting and even I think on a personal level this year was the year that we took the decision to shut down the shop which again was part Mm. of adapting it was this year where like if those that heard a couple podcast episodes back our whole perspective on cars and money and how much cash we would be willing to pay versus using assets that was another adaptation that happened this year so I feel like even though some of the goals that I'd set out to achieve 
weren't achieved this year, I think the things that I achieved this year were of greater value because they're things that I think will carry me over into the next years and stuff like that as well. And I don't think that I missed massively with some of my goals. So like, for example, I think I might have mentioned it um, earlier in the year when we're kind of doing like a media check-in about the project that I had or one of the projects I wanted to deliver on at work Mm. and how I had set it out on my whiteboard that by, I've still got it here, August was when I was supposed to finish the first phase. Mm. Now, the first phase only finished formally like maybe a month ago. Wow. Um, which is what? November. Yeah. Yeah, like November. And part of it was out of my hands because things were going on at work that we didn't expect to happen. And there was other parts that relied on other parts of the business. So naturally, in my head, I was like, oh, I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do. But guess what? It carries over to next year. So mm. and question so, yeah. have you ever had a year where you feel like you've hit all of your goals ever? Nah. I can't even I can't even think about it. Especially because I think when I set my goals, I tried to set them big anyway. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it's like mm. so I think I I can't think of a year off the top of my head right now where I've set goals that I've hit all of them. But I think what I've liked about that is by setting goals that I think are very big, it means that it's almost like what's that thing they say about shoot for the aim for the moon landing stars something like that. Like, yeah. Clouds, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Like even if I don't hit the goal in the time frame that I've set, generally speaking, my pattern is that I'm a lot closer towards it by the end of that time frame, yeah. meaning that in the next period, I'm able to potentially hit the target. Yeah. Um, and even with the whole health and fitness journey as well, that was something that was a big goal for this year too. Mm. And, you know, life, timelines got messed up. Have I still been on the journey? Absolutely. Mm. Have I still been going in the right direction? Definitely. But mm. it's more just, I think, being okay with sometimes, or not even sometimes, but being okay with knowing that if I haven't hit the goal in the timeline I've set, how do I adjust so that I can hit it at a new timeline basically and stuff like that? And I think the reason I answer is because sometimes I feel like, you know, when you get to the end of the year, right, and you look mm. back at the goals that you've set and where you haven't hit certain goals, it can feel like you failed, right? Yeah, yeah. And so my question is is about, okay, how do we actually define success, right? Yeah. And some people talk about, you know, perfection versus progress. Yeah. And yeah, actually yeah. progress is really like what we look at because if That's you right. think about the things you actually achieved this year, some of those yeah. things won't be on your original list. That's right. You know, there is so much that can happen in that space that you don't actually know, you know, mm. what is coming in the year. And so taking a holistic mm. view of, okay, have I progressed this year mm. versus last year? Because let's be fair, yeah, a year is actually quite an arbitrary thing, right? Mm. It's 365 or 66 days. Why? Why is that a year? Who knows it's arbitrary in that sense like time seasons all that stuff but mm. nothing really changes from 2021 to 2022 in terms of your circumstance it's not mm. like this magical you know now it's 2022 everything changes that's why new year's day feels just like yesterday yeah you know so actually how do we have a more longer bigger view of mm. of time because a year is a good marker but it's not if i didn't do it in this year that's it yeah 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 yeah. and so yeah how do we 
how do we get a good view of that and say, actually, I've made progress on the things that I wanted to. I'm closer to my really? goals than I was before. And now let me keep yeah. pushing forward towards those things. Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with, like, as believers, recognizing that many of the plans of a man's heart, like there are mm. certain things that we set out and expect for timelines and stuff like that. But God being sovereign, and I'm not saying God is the reason why we don't hit all our goals, by the way, but as a general idea, <laughs> in, just, <clarify> that. <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> but in, in, in the sovereignty that I know God has, there are certain things that he sees in his wisdom. There are certain things that he allows. There are certain things that sometimes he does actually initiate in our lives within that time frame that are completely outside of our perspective or outside of what we would have foreseen. And, and that's why I think we're able to, even in committing our plans and our goals at the beginning of the year or whatever the timeline is to God and saying, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm setting out. Help me to, to, to achieve them. Um, there's that space that we leave for, there's going to be other factors and things that come up. And we trust and know that Romans 8.28, by the end of this year, no matter how many of these goals I actually do hit, I will mm. progress in God. And that's the main main thing, right? And I, and I think it's also worth remembering, like, God has his own plan, right? Mm. And as Christians, like, what we're really going after is the plan and the will of God. Like, okay, yeah. I want to walk in the things that you have, you know, ordained for me or you've planned for me. And mm. so even in terms of as we make our own plans, that's where it says, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean up on your own understanding. In all your mm. ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So mm. even in terms of, you know, what, what am I planning for the next year? You know, what do I want to achieve? Mm. Even doing that prayerfully means that, you know, you're in a, in a much closer position to aligning with the right things. Because sometimes mm. when we align with something, it may not make sense, but it might be two, three years down the line that you look back, you go, oh, that's why yeah, God yeah. had me doing this thing at this time. Because now yeah. here I am X amount of time later and I needed that yeah <clears throat> but not allowing you guys to escape from the original question which Arnold Reasons has now answered how is 2021 <laughs> for you guys bruh, I was gonna say <laughs> you can do that once you answer the question bro <laughs> <laughs> but my client Arnold Reasons has now answered yeah yeah bro uh, you go ahead Pete um <laughs> I think it's my my Interesting enough, as you said, you know, you were even sort of uh, falling back into last year and, and, and looking at how the year has been. I think that's been the significant thing is both years have sort of correlated into one just by yeah, virtue yeah. of the lockdown. And we're still in lockdown, you know. Um, so it's looking looking back, it is, I am looking over, you know, since we went into lockdown and I, I'm, a few things have changed, but... I think my my thing was I didn't really set any goals at the beginning mm, of the year. Was that a conscious but, thing or no? That wasn't a conscious thing because well, it was. I guess it was actually because I did want to do a um, a retrospective, like an annual retrospective. So I did that, looking at the end of last year, looking back on it, and through that process, I was supposed to set certain goals, but then I didn't, um, and. I don't remember if there was a reason why, if I just never got around to it, but by virtue of that, now that I'm looking back, there's not 
there again it's that what's the definition of success if i didn't have any goals to begin with then mm. what am i comparing mm. it to but i look at what's happened over the year and it's been good it's it's mm. been it's, it's been a good year um the probably the most significant thing is you know being working from home and and that being an opportunity to spend so much more time with my daughter than mm. i would have got otherwise you know the, working in the field that i work in so mm. it, it's been a it's been a good year it's been a good year yeah that's good evangelist who that who, who that um i think <laughs> for me i would say it's been a it's been a very it's been a good year it's been a very different year to anything i've experienced before um but a very good year um and i feel like in a lot of ways i'm in a transition um mm. in in different areas of life so you know um i transitioned from being single to being married i mm. transitioned from living in st albans where i've lived for 10 years almost mm. to living in a totally different part of the country yeah. you know i rounded out 10 years at my job and i'm starting to look at you know what do i want to do for the next 10 years i'm starting to look mm. at time in slightly bigger blocks because mm. you know when you know when you first start working for example 10 years seems like crazy like yeah. that's i'm yeah. gonna retire you know yeah yeah but now 10 years i've just done 10 years and i'm like that actually went really fast Mm. And so thinking about things in a slightly bigger sense instead of year to year, well, not instead of year to year, as well as year to year, mm. looking decade to decade, mm -hmm. you know, what do I want to be doing 10 years from now? And how do I start to make steps towards that? Right. Because mm. I have this friend um, that I went to secondary school with, then went to university with, and he's always been super ambitious and made plans three to five years out. And yeah. I never really understood him. Right. He'd say, oh, you know, two years from now, I'm going to start doing this degree. And then I'm going to, and I said, what? Like, why do you think that for? But mm. watching him consistently deliver on those things and how quickly those things come around. Now I start to understand that actually thinking that far ahead can be good. You know, mm. I don't want to live out that far ahead. I still want to be able to focus on what I need to do here and now. But having something that I'm aiming for and something that I'm, you know, is this actually in line with where I feel I'm meant to be going on the stuff that mm. I do day to day? It's been really helpful because, for example, he put himself on a travel ban for like a year and this guy traveled all the time. And he did it because of saving money, because of this, because of that, and seeing how he kept looking at his end goal and saying, okay, for this year, this is what mm. I'm doing. It, it really, for me, it was really impressive to see that. Um, mm. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been a good year. It's been a transitional year, but to be honest, also, I'm just quite tired. Like, and I feel like people are tired right now. Mm. You know, even just like seeing people at work and stuff like that, like people are really tired. And yeah, I'm, I'm quite tired to be honest with you. So mixed, I think very good year, but I'm kind of tired. Why do you say the tired thing, bro? <sighs> I think. I think it's a mix of things. I think there are elements of kind of this new world that we live in um, mm. that firstly, physically, isn't necessarily the best for us, mm. you know. I think mentally it is quite tiring what we've all been through in the world, yeah. right? In terms of yeah. 
I can't ever remember a time where death was so at the forefront of everything. Mm. You know, you turn on the news, you're seeing how many people are dying, you know, mm. all the time. And that takes its toll on you. Mm. And, you know, you're constantly thinking about this and safety and restrictions and all of these things that weren't mm. part of our lives before and actually causes a lot of drain on us. Mm. And I think one of the things that I really want to to focus on for next year is actually how do we get rest and respite from these things mm. you know and how do i intentionally actually get filled back up because at the moment sometimes it can feel like you know i'm running a bit on empty mm. you know and seeing so <laughs> there was one day when i went i went to the gym in the morning and i was like energized and stuff and i had a meeting at work and everyone was like what happened to you this morning? Like, what did you eat for breakfast? Because I was like engaging and stuff like that. And then it made me realize, what have I been like for the past few months? Mm. For something that for me was quite basic, quite normal to be such a difference. And then I realized yeah. like, I'm, I must be really drained, right? There's something running on empty here that actually I need to get, I need to get filled again, mm. you know? And so, yeah, that's one of the things I really want to kind of, focus on for the next year um mm. is that refreshing the refilling so yeah that's kind of me i think it's really it's a, it's a good point um even just i think picking up on everything that we as humans have been through over the last two-year period roughly because i think it's so easy when you're in the middle of something to just almost adapt and keep going but not actually take a moment to take stock of where am I really at? How is this actually affecting me? What changes is this actually bringing about that I'm maybe not so aware of? So I think that's a really, really good point. And I think I imagine that when people historically were living through times of like war, famine and all of those kind of things, I imagine it had like a similar kind of effect in that they were just going through it. They were learning and doing whatever they had to do to survive or to keep mm. going. Mm. But... um not necessarily taking the time to take a step back and say like where am i really at and how is this impacting me mm. and and i feel like this the time that this digital age that we live in right because back then right the new cycle was very different to what it is now right yeah they didn't really have 24 7 news like we have now. yeah right they didn't have mobile phones that were pinging them notifications delivering them news now you know, mm. if someone wanted to disconnect, they could actually disconnect, you know, they don't read the paper, they won't watch TV and they go somewhere. Like we struggle to do that because even when I go on holiday, my mobile phone goes with me and my data mm. plan goes with me, you know, <laughs> so there's well, Wi-Fi is there. So there's really no mm. way for me to just totally just disconnect and actually be able to have that time to take stock and everything mm. moves so fast. Mm. so fast trying to keep up with everything it's just it's just yeah it's a lot right mm. <laughs> and i think part of me wonders like god has put us here at this time for a reason mm. for a purpose right so firstly it means that actually i'm equipped to be living here and now with the different mm. pressures that we have now versus what they had then the very fact that we are here right now means that we are actually equipped for this time in this season. 
you know, mm. and not just equipped to survive it, but equipped to actually be good in this time and this season and to, mm. you know, further the kingdom of God in this time and in this season because we're built for this. You know, we're here mm. for such a time as this. Mm. So that's what I'm really wondering is, okay, the difference between how I feel now and mm. where actually I know I could feel, you know, what are the things that need tweaking to actually get my settings right so that actually I can be optimal in this mm. time and in this season. Mm. So long. Naruto. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta let the mic breathe. <laughs> I, do, I do I do think it's it's interesting because on the one hand, I think you're completely right, especially in terms of the news cycle and the constant information overload. But then on the other hand, and I think this maybe is more to your point of us being built for it, I think we've also never been as self-aware of the detrimental effects of those things mm. as we are now. There's a mm. lot more awareness of like mental health and sure. um, intentionality around um, having good mental health. So I think uh, I think you're, you're completely right. And I think um, maybe more so for me, being willing to sort of come out of that old school mentality of just just grind just grind just grind and be 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 more cautious of okay how is my how is my mental now how am i replenishing you know everything mm. that i'm giving out i think that's that's extremely important um and i mean mm. more so important going into next year having maybe been in this whole situation for two years um mm. of just being in you know effectively in lockdown sort of thing mm. Yeah. Mm. and I think you're right because the digital age brings also like information right mm-hmm. information is so much more available to us mm. and even just thinking about stuff like podcasting and stuff like that yeah. Yeah. actually it gives us tools to be able to do things like this you know mm, mm. and to be able to hear conversations that we would have never been able to hear before yeah yeah you know to get so something i found interesting over the last few years is people talking about so like someone would say like you know reynard bonke is my mentor but you've never met him yeah, but yeah. because of the digital time that we live in you can yeah. spend so much time hearing him mm. watching him mm. it's mm. almost like you're being mentored by him because you're learning so much from him mm. whereas before you would have had to be following him around everywhere that he goes yeah you know? and even now when some of these people are passing on like you can still be mentored by some of the great people of our of our time mm-hmm. and so that information you're right like we know so much more now than we ever have known you know we understand ourselves so much more and that actually should be a huge advantage to us i think unfortunately on the flip side that's also a huge danger to us because you talk about the new cycle and where before it was you want quality information Mm. and so you weren't getting it as quickly but you were getting good quality now it's you know it's who's 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 getting eyeballs first and thus you know Mm. you're not even getting decent information you're getting mm. just you know more often than not just salacious headlines and mm. even worse it's all <laughs> sensationalized to sort of yeah, just capture yeah. your attention yeah you know mm. and so in as much as there's more information there's also meant the quality of information has been poorer and you know if you if you mm. if you think about you're only eating junk what's that going to have on your system if the mm. information that's coming so plentifully 
is also poor, what effect is that going to have on our system as well? Preach. And I think that's where like discernment and yeah. choice comes into it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. even from the beginning, like God has said, you know, I put before you death and life, choose yeah. life, right? Mm. So we have choices over what we feed ourselves on, mm. you know, because the availability has increased doesn't mean that we have to eat more crap. It means that actually like, we just have to be more discerning. We have yeah, to yeah. be more, like you said, I think you said intentional. Yeah. yeah. We have to be more intentional about what do we put in ourselves, you know? So I think with all of that said, because I think that's all some really, really good points and reflections. If you had like a stage and a microphone to speak to the whole of the kingdom that are present on this earth, like what would your exhortation and encouragement be to them about this whole digital age and even just next year, 2022, things that we can do different? Only because it comes so quickly and so easily to my head. Um, I think the the, uh, the first thing or the most important thing I can think of would be with the digital age, with the information that we've got, it has never been easier to find quality information on the word of God to help and to facilitate yes. the study of the word of God. And so yes. it, that, that would be my first thing. Like I really, and I don't know if it's the right um, quote, but when I think Benjamin Franklin said, you know, a jack of all trades, master of none, some people have, have said what was actually said was a jack of all trades master of one i think i've said before here that the, the christian yeah. the master the, the thing that the one thing that the christian should master you can know everything and anything about everything else but the one thing you should master is your bible and i think we've never been in a place where it's been easier to do that i don't need to learn, i don't need to be able to read greek to read greek in the bible i don't need to be able to read hebrew to read hebrew in the bible i don't need to be as you were saying you know i don't even need to be around some of those great scholars that have dedicated their lives to um to translating to writing commentaries on the bible all of those mm. things are easily accessible and now i don't even need to carry around a big bible to do it right <laughs> i, can, yeah, I yeah. can have it on my phone you know i can have 10 versions of my phone with 200 commentaries and it's all just mm. there um so i think for me this digital age with all that it brings one of the things it does is it's easiest now i think to facilitate really good scholarship of the bible and i think every christian should do that and i, I would okay. also add oh sorry uh, uh, just one one more thing <laughs> because i'm from the blacks for fairness i would also add <laughs> <laughs> It's not about your favorite it's preacher. It's about to get fiery. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> not about your favorite preacher. Don't just read Joel Osteen's word for the day. It's good. It's good. Read it. Read it. it. You know, he's good. He, he's great. You'll be motivated, you, you know. But in addition to that, there's so much more, you know, widen your horizons. You know. uh, be, be well read. Don't just read your favorite preacher who's tickling your ear, you know. There's a Bible verse somewhere about that. So about how people will want taken in here. Yeah. So all I was gonna say was I was gonna plug up, you know, the 66 because like, <laughs> there Come are on. many ways you can get good quality um understanding and commentary and exposition of the word. So you know, check out the 66, the links in the show notes. That's right. It's you know, definitely that's... gonna be in the show notes now, isn't it? <laughs> I know exactly how long 
well i know exactly how long it's been since i did 66 because as soon as my daughter was like around the time of labor we stopped and i haven't been able to get back to it since but wow yeah there's there's a ton there's a ton of good good uh, good teachers out there so. well before we go into the ton of good teachers let's go back on the 66 just a little bit longer just for those who are listening that might not know what the 66 is do you mind doing like a little brief introduction on that Pete preacher man <laughs> the 66 was and and i say was but it, it will I'll, I'll bring it back i'll bring it back god willing it, it was sort of a chronological um study of the word with with the benefit of hindsight and so where we are now going back and looking chronologically at mm. the 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 story of the bible and seeing mm, how it all when you sort say of, chronologically what do you mm. mean so so chronologically in that not necessarily the canon genesis deuteronomy not not in that order but in the order in which things occurred I so mean. from yeah from adam to his offspring to thing we, we only I mean, we only got to i don't think we got out of the garden actually because um, the, there's so much to say about the garden <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um but that's what it was it is is a, is a sort of look back on the chronological timeline um and seeing how god orchestrated everything to point to and be about christ um mm. yeah because i think actually it wasn't that long ago that i found out that actually like the order in which because i always thought the order in which the bible was was mm. chronological mm. and so even right. like that kind of thing understanding like okay so the bible's in different orders and why is that you know yeah what comes where all of those things are yeah. actually super super interesting and it yeah. also helps you to unpick some of the stuff even yeah. like job yeah like yeah. job yeah. job confuses everybody <laughs> well maybe not everybody it definitely confuses me right but even understanding where job is in history helps me yeah. to process actually what did people know about god back then yeah yeah you know versus what do we know about god now and actually is that where some of those things where i'm like what is happening mm-hmm. you know what's that about so the chronological i think is is fascinating mm-hmm. and a big encouragement to people like you as well pete because i think we've all got different passions and i think areas that light us up and i think mm-hmm. you're someone that i know that that is like a thing that you're, you're huge on mm-hmm. and i think you know, answering the question for myself, like what I would say to um, to the kingdom, it would be to just do whatever you can to play your part based on what you know. So like even Peter, like if there's anything that you know would almost help to facilitate and make that easier for you to do your part in that sense, because mm-hmm. I'm sure you're doing your part in other ways, by the way, this isn't to knock that. But <laughs> no, well, that's in, been, in the that's... sense of releasing what we need in the 66, share that, bro. <laughs> even if you need to say it now on the platform, because... You never know someone listening might have the solution bro think about mm. reason to behold yeah think about how the fact that this podcast even exists right now and is published through all of the platforms Do you remember how that started bro <laughs> <laughs> it started the yeah. day that i chose to wear the right outfit with the right shoes picked up by my wife <laughs> <laughs> and i happened to also escort her to an event you know <laughs> and and in that conversation we mm. literally just had a conversation where I mentioned reason to behold because I think you asked me like a few questions and stuff I mentioned yeah. reason to behold I mentioned about some of the things that we wanted to work towards doing and you literally heard it and you brought the solution that to this very day I pr- I'm not even gonna lie to you bro I honestly don't think that if we did not partner with you I'm not sure that this podcast would exist bro because right. in all honesty like I'm a streamer I don't mind learning new things and all of that kind of stuff but I think from the beginning I knew 
podcast producing publishing all of that kind of stuff it's just not my gig i don't i don't it's not i would be like a fish out of water not because i can't but because it's like it's just not something that yeah it's just not me (laughs) and and i'm saying all of that to say that bro if there's anything that you can think of that would make things easier for you or needs that you have Mm. bro i think you should even just say it right now because you never know man Mm. Uh, yeah i mean because I, I, I have thought about it and it is you know you, you've always got that list of things that you need to do and it's always at, yeah. right at the top of that list um but it's it's planned to come out with church stuff um, that i'm doing at the moment so it's sort of integrated with all of that so it will come yeah. out it's just getting to it yeah 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 i hear you i hear you yeah. well a reason to behold we need help <laughs> I don't have the exhaustive list but anybody listening if there's anything you're thinking wow I would love to do something for the kingdom of God we would love to have you we'll find a place to fit you in I'm sure that's amazing <laughs> yeah. Tony what would you say Um, I think so there's a verse in Ephesians 5 mm. um, well a couple verses so I'll just read those out um, it says, see then that you walk, Ephesians 5 verse 15, see then that you work circumspect, walk circumspectly, not as mm. fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Mm. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Yeah. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making yeah. melody into your heart to the Lord. And give thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Mm. So I think that is it for me in terms of we need to walk in a certain way. You know, we need to understand the times that we're in. We need to redeem Mm. the time that we have, you know, making the best of it, making the most of it and doing some of those things that it talks about. You know, Mm. in terms of singing to one another, encouraging one another, building each other up, you know, Mm. being thankful to God internally for the things that he's done, you Mm. know, and even that thing about submitting to one another, I almost didn't read it out, but I thought, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) But like, even that thing of submitting to one another, you know, for me, that talks about walking in unity, walking in peace Mm. and walking in love and what that really looks like. Um, because one of the things that actually I will say from the conversation that we had last time with Claire, where she was saying about how, you know, what really changed her perception of Christians was seeing Christians that really walked that love walk, you know, Mm. seeing Christians that actually were just love, you know, they just, that's what they emitted. And that's Mm. really what changed her. It wasn't arguments. It wasn't logic. It wasn't anything like that. Like she encountered christians who loved and she encountered jesus and that's what's important you know Mm. is letting all of these things fuel how we walk in love and how we really redeem that time to be more christ-like and to be more love in the world you've been chewing on those verses for a few months now haven't you this was another episode wasn't it yeah redeeming the times so we had the whole conversation about um entertainment which is still yeah. to be continued. Still to be continued. <laughs> but yeah, that's good, man. 
that's real good. So what are you looking forward to for next year? Or are you still like finishing out this year before you even process like it's coming next year? Yeah, I think that's me to be honest. Okay. Like I think from the lessons that I've gained from this year, I am excited to see how they play out in the following year, generally speaking. Mm. Mm. But I haven't yet started to even think about formal goals that I might set out for in the year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested to see how the world continues to unfold. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm, I'm just really, that was just, it's, it's intriguing. I'm just observing because I think, yeah, man, if there's anything that I've seen about things over the last two years is just how how unpredictable things can be to some extent and how things can just change at the drop of a dime. Mm. Like to this day, I think a life-changing moment for me that I don't think I'll ever forget um, or things going well is the day when the announcement came out in March 2020 about the lockdown and everything. Mm. The, the 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 address that Boris Johnson did and stuff and it's just because I think the reason why it was so significant to me was because I couldn't remember a time in my life where I'd literally seen life as we know it change pretty much overnight and then obviously everything we saw when you went to supermarkets and everybody was dressed up like they were Mortal Kombat characters like <laughs> it was different <laughs> so so yes I think I'm really intrigued to see how the world continues to unfold and I think also just to see how how I play out with the lessons that I've learned from this year. I'm really excited about After the Auto Call, by the way, shameless plug, because the revised second edition is complete. And next year, by God's grace, it will be released with the supporting video course as well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. I think uh, for me, um, interestingly enough, one of the things I've been uh, learning is uh, not to not not to place too much emphasis on goals, but rather to invest in processes to achieve those goals. Um, mm. And so, one of the things I'm looking forward to is sort of just being being intentional about the processes. So this year, I will sort of look at okay where do I want to be in the next year after your after your your notes maybe next five years but then put more (laughs) put more emphasis on how am I going to get there you know what can I do yeah what can I do on a day-to-day on a weekly on a monthly to get there um so that's that sort of I'm looking forward to that to that process of defining processes um Mm. I don't really have any specific goals yet but that's what I'm looking forward to Mm. And I think what you said actually is so key because I think sometimes we can focus so much on the destination Mm. and actually like, I think it was, maybe it was like Kobe Bryant or something. And he was talking about falling in love with the process, falling Mm. in love with practice, you know, doing the little things every day. And if you can fall in love with that, like the end result is going to be the end result but you've mm. enjoyed the journey, you've enjoyed the process. And the more mm. you enjoy stuff like that, the better you become because you're doing mm. something you enjoy every single day. And so I think what you're saying about the processes and the process is actually really key because you learn mm. so much in that space. It's not just about the end goal, 
but it's about the whole journey and what's built in you through that, mm. you know? So. What are you looking forward to, T? To be honest, I'm looking forward to the mystery. Right. So wow. I used to go to Hillsong back in the day. And um, one of the things that they said about, about mystery is like, learn to love the mystery because mm. that's often where God is. Like God is a God of the known and the unknown. Mm. You know, the only thing I know about the future is that God is there in my future. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the, that's the certainty that I have is like, God is there in my future. You know, he has good plans for me and 828, you know? Mm. So for me, the mystery of like, okay, what is actually gonna happen? Like, am I gonna mm. go move to Norway? Who knows? You know, <laughs> could I be in Nigeria, the place where I never <laughs> thought in my life I'd actually, I don't know. <laughs> Right, because there is so much unknown, but I'm just looking forward to mysteries revealed and unraveled. That's what I'm looking yeah. forward to. Sounds like a book, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can have the title, bro. No, that's you, you bro. That that's one. all you, bro. <laughs> you love the mystery, brother. <laughs> you I need do. to unpack it for all of us. I do, but it's not unpacked for me either. You know, and no, that's so why I love unpack, about it. You unpack the little that you can unpack. And let everybody else fall in love with the mystery too. I think it's so important because I think sometimes the mystery can scare people mm. and when you're scared you're not you're not really enjoying your current time you know you're not really present and so yeah if we can fall in love with the mystery mm. there's a lot of mystery in life so you can fall in love with life so at our church we had a small group yesterday this is a random aside but we were listening to this thing by Rick Renner and Rick Renner is one of them people, like, he knows all of the Greek, like, all of the Greek. He has books, he has videos. And one of the things he was talking about is, you know, the verse in Hebrews, I think it's Hebrews 11.1, 1, where it talks about how now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, something. Seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mr. 66, let me know where I got that one wrong. Um, no, that's, that's it. <laughs> I think I think that's the way around it is. Yeah. But he was talking about how when you actually look at the Greek for some of those things, it has this imagery of how faith is something that is always moving forward, something that doesn't retreat, it doesn't go back. And this links to what you were saying earlier about steps towards progress and just yeah. keep making those steps. And that is faith. It takes faith to keep stepping towards the things that you can't see the things that you hope for, the things that God has promised you that aren't yet here. So for me, it's just even like just progressing day by day closer to what you feel like God has told you, what you feel like God has promised you, what you feel like you're hoping for. That is mm. the walk of faith. You know, mm. that is how we live by faith is by consistently stepping towards what God has for us. And mm. that's really what I want to do in the next year's as much as possible be consistently stepping in faith towards the things that I hope for, the things that God has promised us, you know, that's what I want for next year. It's mm. very good, man. It is very good. So thank you guys so much for rocking with us for another year. Um, I was looking back about like when did we actually like start doing RTB and it was like two years ago you know mm -hmm. 
and you guys have been with us you've encouraged us you've challenged us it's like i've been really blessed by talking to people hearing people hearing the voice yeah. seeing the comments you know all the engagement that we get from you guys is super encouraging super challenging super sharpening and yeah we love you guys for it we're grateful for you um and yeah happy merry whatever christmas you want to call it whatever's the right thing to say nowadays but i would go with merry christmas <laughs> but merry christmas um happy new year um and yeah we look forward to seeing you guys in the new year and yeah just doing life together and yeah thank you yeah. arnold thank you peter for everything that you guys do like for me it's such a, a blessing to be able to do this with you guys and like yeah. i really missed it when i was on my like you know honeymoon thing i was like do you know what I miss doing this. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's nice to be back and to have this as as kind of a big part of life and yeah god bless you both and your families much love to you and to everybody yeah, if I can, if I can just throw a, uh, a curveball, just because <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be that hot rock, he's gonna just drop no, like no, ten names but, at a time. No, on on behalf of <laughs> on behalf of the audience, actually, because I think I can, I at least I can speak on. Yeah, I, I'm a part of the audience in as much as I edit. Um, I want to say thank you to you guys too, because I can personally look back to episodes that have changed my own trajectory in life quite wow. literally changed wow. my view on professionalism changed my view on career changed my view on uh, career um on, on the side hustle changed my bank account <laughs> so, <laughs> so so thank you guys thank we you guys for paid now <laughs> <laughs> I, I think i think um anyone that listens to any degree as as i have will will easily attest to the fact that you guys are doing you're, you're doing something good you know and I, I pray god blesses you guys too and, and thank you guys for just being willing and open you know to to share mm. your thoughts and, and and to and to do it in such a manner so yeah thank right. you guys too thank that's you, so encouraging to hear man mm. <laughs> so encouraging thank you for the kind words bro bros it's been a pleasure working with you both and here's to many more by god's grace long may it remain amen. and continue amen. Amen. amen 2022 of a bank come on hey. <laughs> wait that was a black suspense noise that wasn't <laughs> <laughs> peace